And welcome back to another episode of JB's Drive-In Theater. We missed you uh, since last week. We're heading into the part two of Con Air. Uh, before we head into this, I do want to say something about uh, a loss of a um, an icon to some of us that grew up in the 80s. And that would be Mean Gene Okerlund of the World Wrestling Federation, now known as the World Wrestling Entertainment. Mean Gene meant a lot to us who grew up with Hulk Hogan, who grew up with Rick Rude, who grew up with Ventura. Uh, if you watched AWA, it's going back a little, little bit. Um, he really was the voice of a wrestling generation, and I feel guilty in not saying something about him. Um, there's a lot of memories. I, I suggest that uh, if, if you did follow wrestling back then, to take a look into uh, – some clips on YouTube. There's a lot of great Mean Gene clips, um, and there's there's they're going some good tributes on uh, something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard if you if you're in that kind of thing. And uh, uh, it was 83 Weeks um, by Eric Bischoff, and I believe uh, of course my favorite is uh, Tony Schiavone with his show uh, What Happened One. So anyway, uh, Mean Gene Oakland passed uh, January 2nd. We do have to remember him. So we are going uh, into Conair Partridge as I said. It's a little bit of a train wreck of a show. This was taped a few days before Christmas. Paul and I were pretty much burnt out, I guess, from shopping. For some reason, you know, Christmas takes a lot out of you. And, and it just it wears you down. So it was a Thursday afternoon that Paul and I sat down. And he meticulously, I got to give him all the credit in the world. He meticulously went through everything. And we had an outline that was like 15 pages long. And I think he just got the best of us, especially with this show. And we, again, it was a, it was a runaway train. I was tired, uh, probably more so than he was. And you'll notice my various screw ups in the in the actual show. And you know, please stick with us. I was looking forward to doing this show. It turned out to be a train wreck at the end. I hope we salvaged it. With that being said, uh, we do we are taping Titanic this weekend. Good news uh, for the fans out there. We have almost our five month schedule already finalized and uh i think what we're going to try to do is do a live feed uh this saturday that would be saturday the i don't know what the hell the date is saturday the the um uh, the 12th here on facebook if you follow us on facebook jb's driving podcast we're going to be taping titanic and then doing a live feed on facebook of the, the movies that we're going to be releasing uh, for the first five months, really good movies. Really, good, really. I'm excited about some of these. I'm excited about doing, and I'm going to reveal one right now. Star Wars: A New Hope, uh, which was the first Star Wars in, that hit theaters. Paul is a big fan. Me, man, and I think we're going to go through some wars with that. But again, Facebook this Saturday. Look for us. With that being said, we're going to go to Con Air Part Two. The uh, convicts uh, have just taken over the plane here. And things aren't going quite as planned for Poe, who is going, played by Nicolas Cage, who is going home to uh, see his daughter for the very first time. So here it is, Con Air Part 2. Please stick with us. Stick with us. Thank you so much. Oh, that's right. 
So that all happens simultaneously. Yeah, all that shit happens at the same time. Mm -hmm. So then they shackle the guards. They start releasing all the cons. Uh, Johnny 23, like, immediately gets up and goes after Bishop because she's the only woman on the plane, Mm -hmm. which I'm not 100% sure why a woman's on the plane. Uh, This plane in particular. I don't mean in general. Well, that's anti-PC, Paul. That's awesome. Well, I just, in this particular case. Yes. So Poe gets out of his... Restraints and immediately goes over to stop him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny, stop Johnny Twenty Three. Stop Johnny Johnny Twenty Three from trying to rape him. Mm-hmm. And Twenty Three's like, you know what I am. <laughs> Poe's like, ugly old day. Ugly old day. I, can, I can't even do that. His accent. I have to hear it like immediately. Do it after he says <laughs> yes. it because it, it's that bad. Ugly all day. So um, he's like, Poe's just like, this shit ain't happening. Mm. Uh, virus backs up Poe and says, if your dick jumps out of your pants, you jump out of this plane. So essentially, no rape. No rape. Virus <laughs> back, Virus approaches him, what the hell is going on here, and backs up Poe saying, ain't no damn rape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Virus then immediately goes to the main guard and starts asking him how many people are getting off and how many people are getting on at Carson City. It's six off, ten on. The reason he's doing this is because... Because they have to make a transfer of prisoners. Right. Well, yes. because the whole... Which we're finding out as time goes on, the whole thing is is Sandino is the one that bankrolled this whole escape plan, and he they're picking Sandino up at mm-hmm. at uh, Carson City. Carson City, correct. So, <coughs> so then, go so, ahead. So then, I'm sorry. So then, DA agent Sims, the gentleman who had the gun, is released, and he he try valiantly tries to take control of the plane, <laughs> which turns into a complete. Clusterfuck because virus yeah. hides behind Bishop while Sims has uh, pinball. Um, and virus says, You know, the next time you pick a human shield, you're better off picking a two bit Negro crackhead. Yes, I did find it interesting that he says Negro, and then two seconds later, pinball says nigger. So I did find that interesting that they kind of, even back in 97, they were still kind of PC yes. in the moment. And I don't know if that was because Malkovich wasn't comfortable with it or not. I have no idea. Yeah. But it, 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 I did find that interesting. Um, <clears throat> so when uh, that comes up a minute later, he's like, because Pinball gets the gun away. Uh, Sims gets shot. Pinball gets picks up the gun. He goes over and he's like, you didn't mean that dirty and uh crackhead shit did you and virus like give me the gun he's like, hell yes i meant it so <laughs> after um, he gets the gun after he gets the gun give me the gun gun is handed <clears throat> over okay. yeah like, i meant it hell yes I meant it. <laughs> so uh three of the six cons that have to get off at carson city are dead so virus asks for volunteers uh, uh jesus christ bubba wants to get off because all the needles he gets he's released and he immediately goes over to get his insulin because he was just in the process of getting his insulin shot when all this shit starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he realizes that all the needles are broken, but virus says no because they're looking for white guys. Why are they looking for white guys? Because the 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 trans for the people the tra- that- the people getting off they're the three people that got shot were three white guys and one white guy jumps up immediately. It's an old guy. He's just like, I'm too old for too this old shit. For this. Which shows up in, it seems to show up in every fucking movie since Lethal Weapon. Mm-hmm. And then Poe and Bubba jump up and say, we'll go. So Bubba's walking out and they're like, no, we need white guys. You can't go. <laughs> so 
Uh, Bubba talks to Poe. He's like, I'll be dead in two hours. <laughs> uh, uh, Poe tells him that as soon as he gets outside, he's going to yell his head off so the flight's never going to leave. Uh, the, some guards were examining. Oh, this is. We jump over to the detention center, which looks like a prison. Doesn't even look like a prison ward. It looks like uh, a office. Office, office almost. So there's some guards. They go into Virus's old cell, which I don't know why, and they find one of the center blocks is not real. It's like a fake center block that's been in there that's got shit behind it. Mm-hmm. So they switch back to the plane, and that's where Virus is preparing. <clears throat> The the guys to go off the plane the guys and to go off the start bagging and tagging them. In other words, they're putting bags over the, the, the volunteers' heads. And putting tape over their mouths so they can't yell. Mm-hmm. So Poe immediately changes his mind. Says, I got 15 years to go. <laughs> yes, he's got 15 years to go. I changed his mind. Um, and again, that is after he realizes he's not going to be able to yell. Right. So then the cons confuse Poe for someone else. They think that he's a guy who killed the giant Wallace Wilson. I found that was weird because uh, uh, because of the Pulp Fiction tie-in, kind of. It's not Wallace, because it's, uh, what is it in Pulp Fiction? It's uh, William Wallace William or Wall- something like that. But well, it was just very well, similar. Well, 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 that was uh, Braveheart. Okay, then what what was his name in... I can't remember. In no, Pulp Fiction. But it was the Vim Rom... It just sounded like the Vim Rom's uh, name in Pulp Fiction at the time. Anyway, uh, Poe claims that he killed him because he stole his black cherry jello, and Cyrus lets him stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where the shit... I just lost my shit on this whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Because when they're bagging and tagging the guys to go, four of the guys are white, and two of the guys are black. So the two guys could have easily just stayed, and Bubba could have left with instead. Mm-hmm. Would have made a hell of a lot more sense. Uh, I, the one thing I did notice, and this was weird, and I would have only noticed this because I watched the Arrow on the CW. Um, David Ramsey is one of the two prisoners that's getting released and he's on the Arrow show. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of weird that he happened to be there. Uh, Virus, uh, you like black, chili, uh, black cherry jello? I, oh, Virus, okay. That's when Poe decides that he wants to stay, uh, Virus's response is, you like black cherry jello? I like you. Uh, so he lets him stay. Uh, 23 then turns around and says, I'm still going to fuck her. Then I'm going to fuck you. Then I'm going to fuck your whole family. And Poe's like, okay, for now, just go fuck yourself with his really, really bad southern accent. Yeah. Uh, so when they get to Carson City, there's a huge fucking sandstorm going on. Here's an issue I have um, with them. Well, let me keep on going. Keep on no, going. no, I, you go ahead, with, man. Uh, I only took over to speed things yeah, up. I appreciate it. No, the, the problem with going to Carson City is that any aircraft carrying several high-security prisoners would not land at a civilian airport. They would take them to a military airfield. In addition, a U.S. marshal being shot, it's found out afterwards that um, Sims was shot, would immediately um, cause the, the, the airport to lock and close, close down, lock down, and no planes would be allowed to leave, including Uncle Bob's. So 
But oh, okay, because the Uncle Bob left later. Yeah, okay. So that's I was I've wondering where you were going because they were kind of off the ground already yeah. before anybody knew. So that's why the issue is that. Even though they technically knew before the plane took off because right. the bus stops. Exactly. So that's why the issue this whole landing on Carson City would have never happened. Anyway, keep on keep on going with uh, in Larkin's office. <laughs> yeah, in, in Vince Larkin's office, uh, Jenny, who's one of the people that works for him, uh, only point out that this is played by Angela Featherstone because she played she was Linda in this, in uh, the Wedding Singer, who was uh, the the woman that left him at the stand, at the altar, mm-hmm. and she was also the girl at the very end of Army of Darkness that worked in the S Mart. That's right, shop smart. Shop S-Mart. You got that. <laughs> uh, so Vince, is, uh, she asks Vince if he has any weekend plans. He says he's going to watch a five-picture marathon of Planet of the Apes. And in turn, she says there's more to life than expediting trans, uh, transfer of comics. The only reason that this stayed in the movie is to basically show that Larkin is hugely dedicated to his job. Mm-hmm. Like, he has no life outside of this job. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I found that this was important was because it comes into question later in the movie where they start deciding to follow the directions of uh, Cole Meany's character for no real good reason, because the U.S. Marshals would definitely be in charge, even if the uh, ATF guy was shot on the plane it's still the Marshall's plane. And none, so none of him like kind of taking over at the end of the movie didn't really make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his credentials come into question. Skip actually could, goes along, Skip Devers goes along with Cole Meany instead of Vince Larkin, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It, it, none of that makes any sense, and it just goes along with a lot of other things that don't make sense in this fucking movie. So we switch back to the the, the, uh, the airplane where Bubba and Bishop are trying to convince Poe that he should go. and But Poe says he can't leave Bishop um, to her to be dishonored. Yeah, yeah. And then, it, which just shows that he's an honorable guy. I mean, that's important to keep reiterating that this is a good guy who was in just wrong place, wrong time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guard, so they decided to take the the pilot and the main guard instead of Poe. Uh, to bag and tag to them. To bag and so tag them. To get them off and the And while he's, <clears throat> he goes to get the picture. Earlier in the movie, the guard takes a picture of his daughter away from him. He's like, I told you I was to get this picture back. The guard's like, fuck you, trailer trash. And Poe's like, hey, my mama lives in a trailer. Which it, it, I just saved your life. Right. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It, there was a lot of like tacky lines like that throughout this movie, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, yeah, <laughs> the recording device that Sims was using was the biggest mini recorder I think I've ever seen. It's like a reel-to-reel recorder. Yeah. How do they find that? It it uh, Poe saw it because it fell out uh, when Sims went down, so he snatched it earlier when Sims got shot, <clears throat> and so he then took it and put it on the guard and sent them out so that they could find uh, you know they find it in the in the bus when the cops are there. The cop faked a heart attack, 
uh, or, or whatever. No, the cop that, got that's hit. That's later on. That's, yeah, later that's on. It's coming right up, though. Um, anyway, so... Uh, Oh, meanwhile, back in Virus' cell, the guards find the schematics to the plane, and Larkin goes to inspect it. Larkin's office happens to be in the same location as the Virus' cell. I think that once we get them on the plane, Mm -hmm. like, locations, like, where these people are, no longer matters. No longer matters. Because they, they all seem to be in the same building, like you know, sitting next to each other, which makes no sense whatsoever. Why would the U.S. Marshal's office be in a prison? Why, you know, because yeah. this Cyrus's actual cell, mm-hmm. not like a holding cell, this would be his actual cell. Mm-hmm. So I wanna, we're just getting back to nothing fucking makes sense. So now we're at Carson City. The plane lands. The cons are dressed as guards to make the transfer of the pilot. Oh, I said that. The pilot and the main guard were used. Uh, Poe hides the recorder in the main guard as he leaves. So that was that whole scene that, where he so got the Poe hides thing the, the Yeah, Poe hides the recorder that Sims was carrying in, in one of the guards. Yes. As, as the guards are leaving, the, the guards that are bag and tagged are leaving the plane. Yes. Meanwhile, Larkin's still inspecting Virus's cell, finds like these cutouts of the Last Supper... Yeah, and it's putting two of them together by you because the cutouts of the Last Supper also have the eyes cut out, and there's also a letter addressed to Virus, and he f- finally from figured Sandino's from Sandino's lawyer. lawyer, and they figure out Larkin figures out by putting the Last Supper over top of the letters and where the eyes eyeballs are cut out that it says meet in Carson City. Yeah, he found that all out way too quickly, way in too my opinion. He's smart. Um, meanwhile, the, the prison exchange is happening, and that's when we're introduced to Swap Thing, played by MC Gang. He's one of the new prisoners on board. Yeah. He immediately, he's, he's laughing, he's smiling, he realizes that the plan worked, and he runs up to the cockpit and starts uh, switching out the transponder, which is used for location purposes. Locating the plane, right. And as, as when he finishes <clears throat> taking the transponder apart, he gives it the pinball, who then takes a transponder and dressed as a, as a guard, and he, his intention is to go take it to Uncle Bob's tour plane. But while he's there, he's approached by a girl who's like, what are you doing here? And starts flirting with her. And then um, another guard is brought, I mean, uh, another transport is brought up to the air, uh, airport. And, I mean, it's a, it's a big to-do about what happens when this last prisoner is brought out because you have four guards with these, like, Robot sticks that all open the van up, and then you have this cage at the back of the van. They take the robot sticks and they each un- each one of them serves a, a lock, unlock, and out, com- out comes Garland and a Marietta Mangler Green, played by Steve Buscemi, which I think both of us love Steve Buscemi. Yes, yes, uh, even in, even in Airheads. So he was, uh, he's kind of like the Hannibal Lecter uh, stereotype. He's got this mask over his mouth, like he's some type of cannibal. And as they're bringing him, uh, Garland Green, towards the plane, you have Johnny 23. He's like, what the fuck is that? And you hear this word off screen. It's Garland Green, man. And meanwhile, you have Bubba. They say the way he butchered those people 
talking about Garland. He made the Manson family look like the Partridge family. Pope responds, well, he's on the right flight. Well, he's on the right flight. So meanwhile, they switch back to, to uh, the virus's uh, cell. Larkin leaves because he's figured out what's going on. Gives a box to one of the guards and says, do not open. <laughs> it says, don't mess with anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. And of course... Yeah, Larkin, Larkin says, do not touch anything. He can't be more specific. Yeah. And of course, the that. box says, do not open as well. And of course, what does the guard do? <laughs> Big explosion. Um, so Larkin's running to go warn, you know, he, he understands the planes at Carson City, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and the bus starts leaving, the bus transport of all the, the prisoner, quote-unquote prisoners that were transported off the jailbird starts moving. And one of the guards that was on the jailbird has been bagged and tagged. That was a service of decoy. starts struggling. And uh, They hit of, him with a nightstick, they hit and him that with a nightstick. causes the tape recorder to fall out. As soon as the tape recorder falls out, they realize something is wrong. Yeah, so the bus stops, which kind of signifies to Cyrus that something's wrong as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, and so they contact the guard on the scene at the airport saying, try to delay yeah, the one guys. guard the that's one left. The one guard, yeah. The one guard's left at a, at a public airport. Yes. Because that's what they with, would have, one guard. With, you know, the worst of the worst. Worst of the worst. Makes perfect sense to me, doesn't yep. it? Yep. So Virus tries to... Um, sorry. So the guy Starkly, the guard Starkly, tries to delay the virus. Of course, virus too smart, having two two PhDs. Yes. And he uh, he smartest also smartest prisoner alive. Smartest even prisoner he alive. Does a lot of stupid shit. Yeah. So. So he comes over. He shoots him. He comes over. Shoots him. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the plane starts to take off. Pinball just realizes, hey, fuck, the plane's taking off. So he goes to run to get on the plane. Uh, Chief, who has woken back up after being set on fire, sees him, but uh, just more or less laughs at him. Laughs at him, gives him the finger. And, and Chappelle responds with him the finger. <laughs> 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 it's going outside. <clears throat> um, so Duncan shows up, finds out his, his DA agent is dead, and that the cons took care of the plane. So he tries to blame Larkin first. And then Larkin responds, hey, you're the one that brought a gun on the flight. Yeah, he took a he gun on the flight killed. and he got himself killed. And that, that's the whole thing. Like like I said, I, you definitely get that Johnson & Johnson feeling yes. from Duncan in this movie. <laughs> He's a total, total dick the whole time until, of course, the last 30 seconds when they make up. But <laughs> he's just hateable throughout. Mm-hmm. He's more hateable than the, com, the comms are, that's for sure. Yeah, he is, he, which is yeah, weird. <laughs> Uh, but he wants a chopper now. He wants it fully armed. He doesn't. He doesn't care. He's like just yelling and stomping his feet because he realizes he screwed up. Yeah, which is nonsense. We switch back to the plane where Virus and D Dog are outside of Garland Green's cage, debating on whether they should leave it out. D Dog's not so much, but Virus is like, we shouldn't keep a national treasure like that locked up. So they decide to let. Garland Green out. That's when his mask is op- like uh, removed and you realize it is. And you can actually see that it's Steve Buscemi. Because up to that point, it's just Hannibal a Lecter. couple eyes. You yeah. couldn't really tell. Yeah. Um, so we switch back to Larkin. As, as Paul said, it's going back and forth. Larkin is tracking uh, 
Uncle Bob's plane because Uncle Bob has the transponder from Con Air on it. Um, and that's where uh, Larkin and then you have um, Duncan, who's in the air helicopter now, going after this plane that they think is a jailbird. That's not where they find it, is it? No, they don't find out it's an Uncle Bob's plane until later. Okay. So back to the jailbird, Poe's asking, goes up to uh, Virus and says, uh, what, Virus and, I'm sorry, in the cockpit, with Virus and Swamp Thing, asking what the plane is. The plan. The, the plan, sorry. Anyway, um, Cyrus is talking to Larkin and Duncan. At the same time. At the, same, at the time. same time. And Cyrus, I, I, I keep going back and forth. It's Duncan Malloy. He baits Malloy and into pissing Malloy off, and Malloy takes the bait. And Fire's like, I don't like him. If he talks again, this conversation is terminated. Mm-hmm. Um, I found that they, he, they tried to write his dialogue to make him sound smarter. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the things that the virus said was to make him seem like he was smarter, mm-hmm. even though he consistently makes decisions that any, con- you know, mm-hmm. half intelligent person would not make. Right, right, right. <clears throat> so I, I, I think it's just, it's bad writing, but it doesn't matter. It's still a great movie. Still a fantastic movie. Yes. So uh, then where are we? Virus tells Poe that we're going. They're going to Lerner Airport, which is in the middle of nowhere. Uh, I researched Lerner Airport. Obviously, it doesn't exist. We'll get into that after we get through the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trisha Poe. Okay, so Trisha Poe is at is in Alabama. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she is approached by a U.S. marshal, waiting for him to come home. Cameron put it. Yes, home. for for Cameron to come home. And, you know, keep in mind, they're coming from California. You know, Carson City's in Nevada. She's in Alabama. But they immediately have a U.S. marshal there and say, we've got a jet standing by to fly you to the only thing that I could, I guess, to to California. Because they fly her to where Vince Larkin is. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then Poe starts play, trying to play people against each other. Yeehaw! It's on your mind, hillbilly. What was I thinking about? Oh, yeah, yeehaw, that's right. I was just wondering what a black militant, uh, that would be you, was doing taking orders from a white boy on a power trip. Don't you think that's strange? It's a means to an end, my white friend. A means to an end. See, eyes can play house nigga till we get to where we're going. And then the day of the dog begins. Uh, Larkin pieces together that Poe is an ally on the plane. Oh, yeah, and Malloy shits all over the idea. So he's basically saying, look, he, he, he went... Once again, that's where the line comes up. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, and uh, Malloy's just like, no, he's he's a piece of trash just like every prisoner. I think that that was put in there as like a political statement more than anything else. Mm-hmm. To You know, it's the... You, they, they keep pushing this, you know, Vince Larkin is a hippie 
and Malloy is like the conservative asshole, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what they're trying to get across. I wasn't really 100% sure. They weren't as blatant back then as they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, so where are we? Uh, so Malloy wants to shoot down the plane. Larkin argues with him. Uh, attack choppers show up, and Skip Devers takes Malloy's side and gets on the plane with Malloy, and they fly away to go after the plane, which they don't know at this point in time is actually flying in the opposite direction. Uh, Cyrus asks Swamp Thing how long it's going to take them. He says it would take 71 minutes, but they're dragging. So, you know, he tells D-Dog to go take a look. D-Dog goes back and tells... He's starting to... D-Dog goes to the hatch. He's looking down at the hatch where the landing gear is. His expressions on his face, fuck this. Yeah, so he looks he, over and sees Poe. Hey, Poe, come here. Virus wants you to get down there and check out the landing gear. Of course, Poe goes down first, followed by D-Dog. Yes. And D-Dog points out something about, what did he say about uh, Pinball? Because Pinball's body's right there by the landing gear. They find that he's the one that's caused the landing gear to lock up. Hey, pinball or something like that. Meanwhile, it's like, there's our stuff over there. I know yeah. it's not selling like D Dog. So D Dog goes to mess with the the uh, prisoners. He's looking through the boxes. Carry on. Meanwhile, Cameron Poe writes a message on because D Dog is distracted. D- well, because D Dog's is distracted, and then mm-hmm. he pushes him out of the plane. And then what's the message? U.S. Uh, Marshals, Larkin, uh, something Lerner about, Airfield. Yeah, Lerner Airfield yeah. says it's something to. Larkin, U.S. Marshals, Lerner Airfield, or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay, so before we get to that, uh, we have Bubba, who's talking to Poe before he walks down there and says, I could really go for one of those pink snowballs right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he needs his insulin shot, right? Yeah. He's waiting the entire time because he's, he, he needs an insulin shot. Uh, this is exactly what I wrote at the time, which is minimal. My guess is that the writers have no idea what diabetes is. Diabetes. Or what insulin is. Insulin lowers blood sugar. High blood sugar is not going to kill anyone in two hours. Low blood sugar could cause seizures and other complications. And a pink snowball, would most, uh, which is mostly carbs, would help. These are obviously conflicting ideas. I wrote that. Because I was calm at the time, and then I just got more and more pissed off about it because it's the dumbest fucking thing ever. Mm-hmm. It's literally the dumbest thing ever. He's going around acting like he's going to die because he hasn't gotten an insulin shot. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm diabetic, okay? I know that. <clears throat> uh, I, I actually take insulin. I could go days without having an insulin shot um, and I had no idea. You, it wouldn't I, do anything. I had no, I had no idea that you were, were diabetic. Huh. It, it, it wouldn't do a goddamn thing. Um, like I said, if you have, if you get an insulin shot, if he's, if he's like sweating, the, like the way he, they portray him, it's that he has low blood sugar, which means that, yes, you would take a pink snowball and that would bring your blood sugar up and that would explain like the sweats and the fact that he's looks like he's about to pass out and shit like that. And you know, it, 
it could have short-term effects. High, di- high sh- blood sugar would not have immediate effects at all. Like, it, it, those have long-term effects. Like, you could lose a toe. He's not going to fucking lose a toe. He's not going to die because he didn't get an insulin shot in two hours. I don't know how to stress this, that I was so pissed off that I had to just walk away from the movie for about an hour at this point in time because mm-hmm. I was just very, very so, out of so mad because they don't understand diabetes. Well, it, it just, it was just, just the last straw, I think, because the whole time I know what's going on and I'm annoyed the whole time. And then he says, I could really go for one of those pink snowballs. And I just wanted to slap him in the face. So uh, anyway, let's move on. Moving along. So as we said before, before this happened, uh, before Cage went down, I mean, sorry, Poe went down and released Pinball's body. Well, Pinball's body flies through the air and eventually smashes on somebody's car in the middle of traffic. I mean, just absolutely destroys the car. Um, the guy in the car is going <laughs> before how he's complaining about the bird shit. Of course, he yeah, he went to the air. He went to get his car clean and a bird shit yeah. on his car right yeah. before pinball. <laughs> yeah, pinball. <laughs> it goes through his windshield. Yeah, terrible. So they switch back to the plane where uh, Billy Bedlam is starting to question interrogates Poe about his story. Yeah, and storms off and Garland, yeah, who is because they. We should. We would both be on the same block, yeah. but I don't know you. I don't know you. He's like, there's a hundred. Poe's like, there's a hundred sixty people on the block. Hundred fifty nine of them I didn't want to know. <laughs> I was too busy making origami owls. I don't even know. What we sound like. Oh, who, who fucking knows? Anyway. Yeah, I can't remember um, now. So Larkin's talking to Trisha and Casey because, in the span of time, that. They haven't even made it to Lerner Airport, which is 71 minutes away. She flew from Alabama to California and is now sitting in Lerner's office talking to him because that happens, you know. I, I, looked, up, I looked up the fastest jet in the world. Yes, if they flew in the fastest jet yeah. ever then, they yes, they could have made it in that amount of time. Mm-hmm. But other than that, not so much. Um, <clears throat> so he's, uh, you know, once again, he's trying to solidify that Poe is an ally and Trisha and, and asks Trisha why he would stay on the plane when he had an opportunity to get off. And she's like, well, he, you know, there must have been a good reason for it mm-hmm. because, it, you know, he he wants to get back to his daughter. So there must've been a really good reason. Mm -hmm. So Trisha, uh, during this conversation, uh, there's a call in the Larkin who is the, the, it happens to be from the the cop on the scene where pinball fell. Yes. And he's like, I need to speak with, uh, Vince Larkin. Like, yeah, this has your name written all over. (laughs) Yeah. Which was pinball's body written all over. Yes. So, uh, Vince, um, Realizes the plane is doubling back to Lerner Airport and tries to tell Skip and Malloy to turn around. He runs out. He asks for a plane. They say there aren't any. So he steals Malloy's Corvette and drives to Lerner Airport. Uh, During that drive, he calls the locals to go to the airfield. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Bedlam, who was just interrogating Poe 
about his background snuck down to the the, the same hold where Poe and D-Dog were before and is going through Poe's stuff. And that's where he learns that through a letter that Poe is being paroled. Appears the United States Parole Commission that I knew you was a punk, and I was right. You were playing us all along. You a free man. I said, put the bunny back in the box. Put the bunny back in. This is like one of the most memorable lines of the. It's it's the best line in the movie. I I love this. It's one of the best lines in an action film. Yes. Because I don't know why. It it's was, just one of those weird lines. And it's repeated like four or five times in the movie, by the way. Yes. But um, he's just like, put the bunny back in the box. And he was like, I knew you were, was he? I knew you were a snake. I knew you, Bedlam responded, I, I knew you was a snake. I said, yeah. put the bunny back in the box. So, <laughs> so Poe and Bedlam get into a fight. Poe eventually uh, impales Bedlam. One like a random sticking iron bar out of the side, and, and Poe responds, "Why couldn't you, you put just put the, the bunny, bunny back in the box?" Speaking of the bunny, <laughs> when an interviewer, oh, uh, love that. When an interviewer guessed that Bunny had been Cage's idea, um, Cage was like, "I'm proud of that. The whole Bunny thing was mine. I wanted that to be the symbolic of all the pain and loss he had gone through just for protecting his pregnant wife, protecting her too well." and getting thrown in the prison. Cage also said they contribute the detail of Cameron Poe being a Southerner. They have a strong sense of chivalry when it comes to women, which contradicts the three Alabama bars. Yeah, 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 the other patrons. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, that seems like he took it too far. A little bit too The whole far. bunny thing. Yeah. So Larkin's racing the Learner's Airfield in the Corvette, breaking the speed of sound. Uh, while the attack choppers uh, led by, fuck, I forgot his name. I actually found out that he had to drive 123 miles an hour to get to the supposed Lerner Airport, which non-stop. doesn't exist. Yeah, 123 miles per hour nonstop, yes. right? In, a, in an old-ass Corvette. Well, I think it was a brand-new Corvette. It was probably a couple years old at the time. Oh, I thought it was a classic. No, no, oh, no, no. It was, it was a new one. It, it, I, I think it was supposed to be like one or two years old. That was it. Um, meanwhile, the attack choppers led by uh, Deep, Deep, Deep Space Nine guy, I forget his name, um, are coming over the ridge, and that's when they realize that it's not the jailbird they were going after. It's Uncle Bob's scenic poor It's plane. Duncan Malloy in the movie. Duncan Malloy. His real name so, is Cole Meany sorry, or something. Duncan Cole's Malloy. And then they realize they need to get the learner, as Larkin said. So Poe, who had just killed Bedlam, leaving his body down there, comes up, and that's when he sits down. And Garland Green looks over at him because he's sitting adjacent to him, saying, two went down and one came up. And then he talks about murder coming from necessity. Two went down, one came up. One in the fall. Well, you don't have to tell me. Most murders are crimes of necessity rather than desire, but the great ones, Dahmer, Gacy, Bundy, they did it because it excited them. Don't you... I got nothing in common with them, with you. Don't you talk to me. They were insane. Now you're talking semantics. 
Oh, yeah. And I love this line. Uh, one girl, I drove through three states wearing her head as a hat. <laughs> and his, and Poe's response is just like, why, why do you keep talking to me? <laughs> Stop it, please. <laughs> um, so Larkin shows up with a Corvette before the airplane does. He hides the vet and starts looking around, um, investigating the, the various... Uh, Plays it's a very small airfield. Goes up to the tower where he finds that the uh, air traffic controller slash owner of the place is dead. His body's just <clears throat> been like, was he been shot or? I can't remember like, at this point. Something. He's dead. He's, He's dead. on the ground. Yeah. Probably shot. Yeah. Um, at the same time, a small plane is trying to land. I guess he was a local. At, at simultaneously, while the jailbird is landing. And this causes a bit of a scene where... Yeah, in opposite directions. In opposite directions, which which makes no sense at all. Um, Almost collision, but the jailbird uh, pulls up just in time, I believe. And then then lands. Um, But because of that distraction, the jailbird jailbird crashes into the sand. Still operable, but again, crashes into the sand. Meanwhile, the other guy bailed from the airplane and just starts running. Well, he comes over to confront them first and oh, realizes sorry. that they're all criminals. So he turns around and just starts running. And oh. he's like just running and running into the desert. The hell with this. So then at a, like at, during the accident, the, the plane crash, Garland Green gets up and kills one of the security guards that was left. Um, <clears throat> I guess just to show that he's still crazy. Uh, Cyrus comes up and asks him if he feels better now. Uh, Virus asks Francesco where the plane is. Francesco says he doesn't know. Because we, we learned through the... The, the plan the, is the plan that is, there was supposed to be another plane there. And they were supposed to get off the plane and go on the other plane. Of course, there's no way... Whatever. I don't know how big the plane was supposed to be. So, go ahead, man. Go. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where the fuck are we? So the plane is so the plane is stopped. And at this point, Bubba is a train wreck of a person. You know, because, because you have uh, most of the guards are outside. Some of them run off, don't they? Some of them just just start booking it, taking no. their shirts off. No, no, no. The, they use the guards to help uh, dig the plane out. I thought they just ran off the plane because they were free. Some of them, some of the guards ran off the free, and like wasn't wasn't um the reason why they didn't care at first that um, virus didn't care at first is because they had Francisca's plan that they were going to use. No, because so, there's the whole scene where uh, Diamond Dog was about to kill the three guards, and uh, Poe stops him yeah, from stopped, killing the three guards. I swear that a lot of the prisoners ran off. They just once they crash land, some of the prisoners just left and ran off, and then virus and Diva. Well, actually, you, you said guards. Sorry, but I fucked up. The prisoners. I, made, I don't know if the prisoners ran. Well, a couple of them off. went off into the store Sunset. and got shit out of the store. Uh, the one, uh, the one dude, um, uh, Ramon Sally can't dance Martinez. Goes into a room and he and she and he finds uh, a suitcase full of women's clothes because then he dresses up in the in the sundress. Yeah, and then uh, you know a bunch of the other ones go off and then at the same time Poe goes off to find a syringe for Bubba so he can finally get his insulin. 
Because he was trying to get Bubba off the plane, but he was too far gone. Yeah, he couldn't move him. And, of course, they're like, just go, just go. You got a baby girl. Just go. And Bishop's even like, just go, just go. Right. Um, and then Garland Green, this is all happens. Like Green just starts wandering off to the desert, the town that would be right yeah, there. Yeah, he's the one that wanders off. But I could have sworn there's other prisoners just booked it, just ran. Well, they ran off into the stores and shit yeah. to get stuff. I don't think that they actually left because they are all digging out the plane. Well, some of them, that's when Virus realizes that the plane is not there, that they were promised to be there, that Francisco was... And they're trying to come up with something else. So that's when they decide they're going to dig out. So the the prisoners that remained, they had to dig out the plane with big chains, and they were all muscular and all that. Okay, so uh, while when Poe goes to run off to look for the syringe, he ends up going into another warehouse building where he runs into Sandino's men. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they cut over, and you see the criminals going through the store, and they're grabbing all the shit and taking it and putting it in a basket, taking it back to the plane. Uh, at the same time, Johnny 23 runs off, and he goes up into the uh, watchtower, and he sees the cops approaching in the distance, and then he comes back to tell... The, the virus. At the same time, like, there's just all this shit that's just jumping from scene yeah. to scene to scene. So, basically, you have Poe gets captured by Sandino's men, but then Vince Larkin shows up and helps him uh, escape from, Lar- you know... He helps <clears throat> Poe escape from Sandino's men. Right. And so he disarms them, and they have that little face-off scene. <sighs> You're Cameron Poe. That's right. I'm Larkin. Hello, Larkin. I got your message. Where are the troops? They'll be here. They'll be here. Uh-huh. In a minute. Listen, Poe. Can I lower this? Go ahead. You're going to lower yours? Sorry, boss. But there's only two men I trust. One of them's me. The other's not you. More cheesy shit. More cheesy At the same shit. time, uh, Green... Uh, Garland Green takes off, and he walks off into the desert, and apparently there's a trailer park somewhere near the airport. So he ends up going walking around in that area, and he sees a little girl sitting in the middle of an empty pool. So he sits down with the little girl, and the little girl says, uh, asks him if he's sick. Um, okay, you turned down my headphones I'm so sorry. I can't hear. Sorry, just... That's okay. Um, asks him if he's sick cause, and says he looks sick. And he said that he is sick, but there's no medicine for what he's got. So she uh, she starts just talking to him, and they start singing. Uh, well, she starts singing. He's got the whole world in his hands. And then Garland kind of joins in. And he's staring at her like he's going to eat her so they definitely make it look like he's going to kill this girl yes uh especially since he just killed the guard in the plane um so while all this is going on poe explains to larkin why he stayed on the plane that he had bubba on the plane and bubba needs his insulin and you know he's got to get back on the plane uh at the same time uh they get into the hall of the plane 
and they pull the arsenal out. Like, they've got all kinds of weapons in the inside of the plane because the cops are coming. So they figured out that they have, like, a little... Um, There's a little alleyway where Yeah, a little alleyway that they have to... Them, like, the right. 300. Right, exactly. So they're on both sides. They take out the front car. They take out the back car. Um, and... Uh, kind of create, like, a death trap for, for everybody. Right, but and they but before that happens is when when the plane uh, when Ciandino goes to run off, and that's when they realize uh, that the that Ciandino had that other plane because Poe took out the guys. The plane comes out. Ciandino tries to get on the plane, uh, and he's you know the plane ends up crashing into the gas station. Poe's in the gas station. Poe jumps out of the gas station under the car, and it explodes. Well, under the car, he finds this old man. He asks the old man if he, you know, had any syringes, and there was the joke about him doing, you know, basically, you know, he's doing drugs. Uh, So the old man tells him where the syringe is. He goes and gets the syringe and takes it back to to Bubba. Mm -hmm. At the same time, Johnny 23 has gotten back on the plane. There you go. And he is going to go get him. Going to right. He's going to rape Bishop. He says that finally everybody's outside doing their own thing. I'm going to get get me a piece. Right. So at the same time, that's going well. Basically, Bubba tries to stop Johnny Twenty Three, but he collapses. And of course, Poe shows up just in time. This would have been a great movie to watch along with it. Yeah, That's probably because this is there's just so much shit going on in this movie, and it jumps scenes so often that it's really hard to break it down because there's so much crap. But anyway, so he knocks out Johnny Twenty Three, stops him, knocks him out, and they handcuff him inside one of the cages. Uh, he then gives Bubba the shot. While this is going on, uh, they've now set up this alleyway, of alleyway death. of death, and. Well, that actually, that had to happen before because he ran across the alleyway of death to get back to the plane. Mm-hmm. So they were shoot. They took out the front two cars, the the front car and the back car, and they're shooting all the cops in the middle. Mm-hmm. Vince Larkin goes and he finds a uh, what was it? A plow or something? What was that? It was it was like a like a bulldozer yeah. or something like that. Yeah, it was, and, it was, it was because he had trouble starting up. No, dude. No, but yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he found. I think I think it was a bulldozer. So he found the bulldozer. He he jumps inside and he drives it so that he can kind of cut a path for the cops to go. Yeah, to so they're following him. behind him because, of course, it's armor plated. Uh, the co- the the cops start getting the upper hand. So the criminals go back to the plane, which is now out, mm-hmm. and it, you know, but they're <clears throat> they need to take off. So they get the plane started and they're getting ready to take off. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, the Sandino scene happens. That We skipped right past that. <laughs> That's yeah, when... That was an important part. So what happened? <laughs> when, when, the, when Sandino's plane went and crashed into the gas, the gas uh, station yeah. and posed under the truck, Sandino gets out of the plane and virus you know, is like, what the fuck? So, you know, Sandino starts begging for his life. Help me! 
Looks like you missed your connection. We were, we were coming to get you. Please. Sai Anara. And that's when he takes the cigarette and throws it on the, the jet fuel and blows up Sandino. And blows up Sandino. And he got the classic Nick Cage running away from the flames slow motion scene. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. All, so this pure awesomeness. Yeah, the, yeah. I mean, all that was awesome. I mean, but there's just so much of it going on, and it's it's very difficult to keep track. But that's basically what's happened. So at this point, he they are heading back to the plane to get ready to take off. Everybody's got to recoup because Cyrus Tavares realizes his ultimate plan has gone to shit. So um, they have to regroup. He has to regroup. Meanwhile, we go back to where Garland Green was with the girl, the pool scene. Yes. And it's empty. Yeah, we all that's there is the Ken doll. Or no, no, I'm sorry. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. And Green has now walked back to the plane, and he gets on the plane, and he's got the Ken doll in which his is, hand. Which is implying that he has killed the girl. Right. Okay, so meanwhile, before Poe had jumped on the plane... He had attached a like a hook to a cement pillar that just happened to be in the middle of the runway for some unknown reason. Uh, and so he has now attached the plane to this pillar. Mm-hmm. So when the plane gets ready to take off, that's when Cyrus realizes somebody's done attached them to this cement pillar, and they shoot up the pillar, and the hook comes off. But when the hook comes off, it starts dragging behind the plane, and it crashes through the shed where Vince had hidden uh, Malloy's Corvette. So the hook goes into the vet, and they the plane goes to take off, and <laughs> that's when you have the plane taking off with the vet behind it, and you get the... The great line of uh, Poe saying, on any other day, this might seem strange. (laughs) (laughs) So the plane does a flyby by the tower, which makes no sense. But the vet is hanging down low enough that the vet crashes through the tower and then down to the ground in front of Malloy, who has now showed up with Skip. Mm -hmm. So it like crashes down right in front of them. Uh, I don't even remember when the hell they showed up. I guess they showed up during the firefight <laughs> right as the plane. I have no idea. Like I said, there's just too much shit going on. Um, okay, so we're, so let's So now let's the plane regroup. is in the ground. Let's regroup. It is so in the air. After all that, so what we learned in that scene there is that Saldino was going to double-cross virus. Yes. Um, he had his own plans to go back to Mexico, I guess. That fell through. Right. Larkin and Poe finally met and sort of formed a quasi-bond where Poe explained why he remained on the plane. He couldn't leave a man behind. Couldn't leave a man behind. You tell her. You tell her. You tell Trisha. I couldn't leave a man behind. I couldn't leave a man And (laughs) Virus uh, and and then Green supposedly go back to his ways about killing people, but you find out as the plane is leaving, the little girl is on the ground waving, waving to the plane. plane as it's flying so away. So Green might have had a had a, a uh, change of heart, change of heart, or you or you know maybe he's finally come to terms with reality. Yeah, maybe, maybe. 
So now we are in the plane. We are back up in the air, and Sweet Home Alabama is blaring. Yes, they're all. And then you have the great line from uh, Steve Buscemi. Define irony. Bunch of idiots dancing on a plane to a song made famous by a band that died in a plane crash. Which is actually wrong, because three members of Leonard Skinner died while seven lived. Okay. Yes. But I still love the line. I still no, 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 no. I think the line is fantastic. <laughs> Trust me, I laugh at every time I watch it. I, I love that line. I, I, I truly do. Um, and Buscemi, Buscemi is so dry in this role. Yeah, but it's great. Every it's line great. that he delivers, the I wore her head as a hat, it, as poorly as, as, as much as we beat, up Nick Cage for his southern accent mm-hmm. and for his acting in this movie, which, like I like you said earlier, is most likely deliberate. Mm-hmm. Steve Buscemi's acting in this is sublime, mostly because it is just so played down. It, it, it's so like there is he, everything is monotone. There's no passion behind anything he says, at least until the very end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's all delivered just deadpan, deadpan, and it's wonderful. Yes. It is wonderful. He's a great actor. I mean, he has to be. Well, he and plays he the role perfectly. Ain't getting by on his looks. You know, I mean, and you've seen him play every role known to man. Yes. I mean, you look at this, and you look at Fargo, and yes. he basically plays the exact opposite character in Fargo yep. as he does in this. Like, that movie, he's, like, over-the-top, like, uh, you, you know what he reminded me of? The, those two criminals in Fargo reminded me of was um, the the Butch and the little dog from the cartoons. You know, the big Butch dog that walks down the street, and then you had the little yappy dog. Yeah, 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 hey, yeah, yeah. bitch. Yeah, yeah, Butch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what they always reminded me of. But the, he plays the exact opposite role in this movie, which is... Just shows the range that he's got. Yes. He's, he's he's got tremendous range. Tremendous he's range. always been a great actor. Um, we love Nick Cage because he's a cheeseball. Yes, we love Steve Buscemi because you could put him in any situation and somehow he manages to play it Absolutely. well. Absolutely, he's fantastic. comedy, drama, he's a anything that you put him in. Actor, fantastic, and actor. and even in this movie, which is not going to win any Academy Awards other than music. <laughs> Special effects. Special effects. Uh, he he delivers on the role perfectly. Mm-hmm. Perfectly. Perfectly. So uh, yeah. So anyway, that that Even that's one of the things that I love. Even though it's an action movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his. It, like I said, it doesn't matter what you put him in. He, you know, Big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it, what Big Daddy. Yeah. Where he just has that little small role in Big Daddy, or the Billy Madison minor role that he has in Billy Madison, where he plays the freak with the lipstick and everything. Mm-hmm. Like everything that he does, he does. He makes the role about him, mm-hmm. and he changes into that character somehow. It's great the way he does it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so moving on. Um, so they're up in the air, and D Dogs <laughs> going through. Poe's stuff, and that's when he finds the parole letter. Yeah, and w- this is where we're kind. Of, well, actually, no. The uh, does he find the parole letter, or does didn't he just find the uh, the letter, letter from his daughter? Yeah. Oh, that's that's right. The letter from his daughter. Right. 
he reads and he's like, because Cyrus at this point's like, what the fuck? What the fuck happened? Okay, yeah. somebody's screwing with us. Yeah. You know, somebody's tied the plane. Somebody's done this. Somebody's done that. So they alerted. They were alerted to our us being at Lerner somehow. Mm-hmm. He knows something's going on. He knows on. something. Like he got used because you know his big brain and his yeah, two PhDs. He's, he's come to the rational explanation <laughs> that something's amiss. His PhD in communications. <laughs> And his PhD in sociology have finally paid off. <laughs> Something is amiss. Uh, <laughs> Something is wrong. D Dog takes the letter to Cyrus, and Poe is Poe at this point realizes, oh shit, because they're reading the letter and they're both looking over at Poe. And that's when Cyrus doesn't directly confront Poe. Somebody has been tipping us off. Somebody, you know, blah blah blah. Someone alerted the authorities at Carson City. Someone told them about our learner rendezvous. Someone even killed poor Billy Bedlam. Now, could this all be coincidence? Perhaps. Then someone went and tied a rope to our plane. So I ask you, what is going on? And I answer, we have a traitor in our midst. Now, how we flush a train. I don't know, but at the count of three, I will find out who is on my team and who is not. That would be one, two, wait, it was me. It was me. Don't listen to him, man. The, the insulin is the man crazy. You have been near death the entire trip? Yeah, motherfucker, it was me. No, he's, he's flipped out, man. He's nuts. He's pretty clever, huh, bitch? Jesus! No! Doesn't he threaten to shoot Bishop? Does he threaten to shoot Bishop or just... No, he takes the bunny. Oh, that's all. He does the... He takes the bunny and puts the bunny up to... uh, The gun up to the bunny's head and says, make a move and the bunny gets it. Make a move and the bunny gets it. Uh, Bubba's like, I get get this feeling like God doesn't exist. (laughs) Hey, hey, where are you going, Poe? I'm going to show you that God does exist. All I can think about is, like, there ain't no God. Like, he don't exist. Hey, where you going? I'm going to show you God does exist. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> well, yeah, Superman, it's great that you bring that up, because I still, to this day, want to see, wanna that, see Nick Cage that Superman. Nick Cage Superman oh, man, that would be more awesome. than anything. That would be awesome. I want to see that, that so would be awesome. fucking bad. Instead, he got... <laughs> he, we got uh, Brendan... Uh, uh, what the hell's his name? I don't know. Brendan... Um, he's in, He plays the Atom. Or now. Brendan some guy. Oh, no, no, no. Brendan Roth. Brendan Roth. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah. Or something like that. Um... Okay, so then this, then so the big hubbub happens where uh, Poe starts taking out the guards. Yeah, he, well, the cons. The con. The cons. He's, he's knocking Sorry, out. Cons. He he starts beating down the cons one at a time. Yeah. And as he walks towards the front of the plane, he gets shot. <laughs> he gets doesn't shot even the, fucking flinch. Right in the shoulder. Again, we have another predator moment. Doesn't yep. flinch. Doesn't flinch at all. Uh, 
Malloy. Oh, oh, while this is going on, by the way, the plane is flying towards Vegas. Malloy is in one of the attack helicopters and uh, Larkin Larkin is in the other helicopter. And Malloy is shooting at the plane Mm -hmm. at this point. Mm -hmm. And Larkin is arguing with Malloy to tell him to stop. Um, meanwhile, Poe's just walking, just beating the piss out of everybody. He's just walking to the fucking front of the cockpit, breaking arms and makes it to the cockpit. Well, right before he gets to the cockpit, he just bitch slaps Martinez. That's right. That's right. right. He he goes to punch her (laughs) and then he stops and just bitch slaps her. And they, they pull that like Prince thing where it's like, (laughs) (laughs) it's so great. And he, and he uh, locks himself into the cockpit with Swamp Thing to land the plane. Yeah, well, we had missed where like oh, he had knocked out Cyrus. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Or Bishop had knocked out Cyrus, yeah. didn't she? I think so, yeah. Somebody yeah, had knocked yeah. out Cyrus, and that's when he started walking to the front. Uh, anyway, so <clears throat> uh, he goes to the front, and he's now in charge of the plane. He shut the cockpit door so virus can't get in, uh, and... Larkin finally, you know, is convinced um, Bishop, uh, Malloy to stop firing because Poe's got the plane now. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, that's a lot to say. <laughs> <clears throat> so Larkin's like, okay, go ahead and fly past the strip and land at the uh, the airport past the strip. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, that's when Swamp Thing's just like, uh, we ain't going to make it. <laughs> We're landing on the strip. On the strip. So at this point in time, I, I think you have to at least acknowledge that the, you know, the smartest guy in the film up to this point has been Larkin, in my yeah, opinion. Yes, yes. Okay? Until he decides that we're not going to shoot them down outside of Vegas. <laughs> we're going to let, you know, we're going to fly past the strip at any point in time, they were over the desert. Yeah, they could have desert, gone yeah, over yeah. any direction, but no, we're going to land right on the fucking strip. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this is all on Larkin at this point. Yes, all the people all, that die in yes. Vegas, uh, all the car crashes, all the, the, the money that you know it cost and bullshit, that's all on him. So they end up going down. The plane ends up descending rapidly into the Las Vegas Strip. And this entire scene, by the way, like this entire, the the plane crash and then the scene afterwards with the uh, the uh, fire engine and everything else, that's all that is is to show landmarks in Vegas. Mm-hmm. It really is yeah, because a- they concentrate more on the landmarks than the actual action going on. Absolutely. Because so, the first thing you see is the planes going down on the strip, it goes right through the Hard Rock Cafe guitar. Mm-hmm. So uh, it starts destroying palm trees, and it destroys the Oasis sign, and there's just one Vegas landmark after, after another. Every, every landmark that exists in Las Vegas is, is run over by the jailbird. And actually, it wasn't <laughs> supposed to be in Las Vegas. It was supposed to be... The original idea was to have the plane crash into the White House. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was supposed right. to happen on the White House, but Bruckheimer changed it, thinking that Las Vegas kept with the spirit of the movie. It, I, it would have never worked in no, D.C. It would have, it would have because been. first off, if they were in D.C., the jet fighters would have shot that fucking plane down <laughs> in a second. Don't it care wouldn't even aboard. have been a question. 
whatsoever, it would have gotten shot down. They shoot down planes that get off course. Okay, it's not going to happen. So the plane eventually ends up in... Well, while the plane's going down, uh, Johnny 23 finally wakes up. And he's trying to get Cyrus to wake up, who's knocked out on the floor near him. Mm -hmm. Um, So the plane keeps crashing. It eventually ends up crashing into the Sands Hotel and Casino. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cyrus grabs Poe and threatens him. And Casey... Oh, threatens him and Casey, the daughter. Uh, but a, wait, wait. Well, okay. So how basi- do we end up outside? <clears throat> We're still in the plane. We're okay. still in the plane. He's making a threat to him. Okay. The last thing okay, okay. that right. your that your girl Casey will smell is my stinking breath when I kill her or when uh, I yeah, rape her or whatever okay, the fuck yeah. he's gonna do to her. Um. <laughs> so it it's the plane is like crashing into the thing and it's kind of bouncing all over the place and then all of a sudden, like, a propeller goes flying through the plane, like, right between him. Now, Malkovich and him are touching each other, but somehow they managed to figure out not to be touching their, each other uh-huh. while the propeller of the plane flies between them, mm-hmm. which is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wrote the Sands was scheduled to be demolished. Well, that yeah. seems pretty obvious at this point yeah, when was, you crash it, a fucking plane into the it front was, of it. This actually happened. Of course, all stu- stunt supervised, of course, but the Sands was scheduled to be demolished at this time, and Brockhammer reached an agreement with the Sands Hotel and Casino to help in a demolishment of the hotel, demolition of the hotel by crashing the jailbird in there. So as the, the landing gear is all falling off, the plane's still moving forward, and then you get the ch- just the cheese ball scene of... Scene. Scene. The cheese ball scene of the plane coming to rest, hitting... Uh, Slot machine and the slot machine hitting the jackpot. Yes, it's awesome. God, that's so cheesy. That's awesome. Um, so Cyrus and D Dog. Well, and, the cops all show up okay. and they're they're trying to get all the people off the plane. Uh, meanwhile, Cyrus and D Dog have like escaped. And swamp thing. Then swamp you thing. you had a really cool scene. Yeah, with Swamp Thing. You have a really cool scene where the cops are on the plane <laughs> and you see Johnny uh, 23 sitting there with his arms are still attached. And they're like, yeah, this one's definitely dead. And they move the body and the arm is still hanging there. I always kind of like <laughs> yeah, that scene. Yeah, that that's a good cool, one. A cool scene. Um, <clears throat> so then you have, uh, let's see. Of course, this makes no fucking sense. Trisha and Casey, who were in California, have been brought to Vegas. Vegas. Why would you ever, in a million fucking years, take a six-year-old girl and a mother to the scene of a plane crash in a city that's like 500 miles away? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. So here, I Whatsoever. think the movie should have wrapped up around here. <coughs> I think the the you know there should have been a fight in the casino or something. Uh, but, yeah, quick fight and end the movie, and that could have been done. Yes, I but think instead they go with the, this whole ridiculous fire truck chase. Uh, yeah, we don't need to. I mean, so Cyrus, so because Swamp. But that, once again, that's just to show off more of the Vegas shit. More Vegas shit. So. With the help of Swamp Thing, who is an expert pilot of everything, <coughs> they hijack a fire truck. Where D Dog and is in the back and Cyrus is on top, 
And of course, Poe and Larkin look at each other, and Poe's like, "Does that gun work?" Something along the lines of that. Oh, you, well, you you miss the uh, the scene where they come together and they're just like uh, another fucking cheese ball scene where they're jumping onto the bikes and getting ready oh, to take yeah, off. Yeah, sorry, and, yeah. and Poe's like Cyrus, <laughs> and Larkin says, "Grissom." <laughs> <laughs> it's just so fucking. Yeah. So cheesy. All of this shit was so cheesy. So they chase after. Um, <coughs> so then, yeah, they're chasing after him on the motorcycle, and that's when you got the, does that gun work? Does that gun work? <laughs> yeah. Then shoot that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah. So, shoot, so Cyrus uh, starts... <laughs> Another thing that would never happen, because this is not a water truck, it's just a standard engine. Mm-hmm. So you have to plug an engine into the water to actually shoot water out of it. You wouldn't have water in it. Yeah. But they're driving down the road, and he starts shooting the water hose Sorry, off. Start shooting the water hose off. Uh, but let's just not worry about that. Let's not worry about that. <laughs> so he, but he has an opportunity to shoot Larkin and Poe with it, but no, he shoots the other two oh, cops two that cops. happen to be following yeah. like a half a mile behind them. Right. Uh, Larkin jumps onto the side of the fire engine, but Poe decides that he's going to drive underneath and jump up onto the fucking <laughs> ladder that's yeah. now, you know, hanging off the back of the truck. Right. Um, Holy crap. Uh, so while he's hanging, Larkin, what the, what the hell did Larkin do to D-Dog? Uh, it was like, oh, that's right. That's that. right. When Poe jumped up on the, on the ladder, mm-hmm. the, the motorcycle somehow, instead of slowing down and falling off, it speeds up and shoots into D-Dog <laughs> and blows him up <laughs> while Larkin continues to move forward in the fucking <laughs> plane. So then... death. What a cheesy death. I, I was just like, that that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So then you have now you have Poe hanging from the ladders, and Cyrus walks over and he grabs one of the like the hooks, you know, one of the the firefighter hooks. And he's trying to stab at Poe. Instead of, I don't know, just stepping on his hand or something, he's trying to stab him. Well, Poe <laughs> grabs the hook. What the fuck is going on? And <laughs> manages to break the handle. And then takes the handle and stabs it into you got that? Cyrus's leg. You got that? <laughs> what, was that the line? Because I don't even know where we are uh, on this right anymore. That's what, uh, I'm just tell. going from fucking memory now. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so, so Cyrus dies. <laughs> Cyrus dies. Well, no, we haven't gotten to oh, Cyrus dying shit. yet. I thought we did. No, because... Some because they decide that they're going to Larkin gets up on top, cuts a hole in top of the the fire engine somehow, the fire truck. Remember that? That's right. And then they proceed to take the hose and start filling the front of the engine up with water. Oh, that's right. So that, that's supposed to not that shouldn't have been there in the first place. This whole time the fire engine is approaching what is a what I guess is a Brinks truck, mm-hmm. which just seems to be in the middle of the road for no apparent reason. Uh and they are hauling ass in the engine, and the engine hits the Brinks truck, and Swamp Thing goes flying out and gets killed. That's it, that's his. So he's dead. Mm-hmm. The the 
Brink's truck uh, blows up and there's money go. Oh, we and we missed that whole scene where they're driving down and he extended the ladder. Oh yeah, I missed that scene. They, he, we don't do any work. <laughs> Jesus Christ, there's too much of this shit. I tell, I keep telling you. Oh, because they Grissom is now attached. He's now handcuffed to the ladder. Okay. While they're driving down the street, uh-huh. uh, Poe had handcuffed Grissom and started and lifted the ladder up. Okay, right. so then they were heading down the street, and there was one of those walkovers, and the ladder hits the walkover. Should have killed him right then. That would have been that it. should have been mm-hmm. that should have killed him. Yeah. he's still not dead. He's no, uh, P- two PhDs. That's when they they're and at the same time they're filling the front of the engine up Fucking with water. Tr- Trish they hit wood. the Brinks truck. Swamp thing goes flying out. The, bl- the, the, f- the money starts flying up in the air. So now Swamp Thing's dead. Uh, Grissom... <laughs> Flans into a conveyor belt. Oh, my... Not even. Don't you remember? When he hits the, when he hits the fucking walkover, okay? Wow. He hits the walkover. The top of the thing... He flies off the, the stairs. Mm-hmm. And he goes flying through a... Uh, 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 electric li- uh, lines. Oh. Don't you remember there yeah. was electric yeah, lines yeah, hanging yeah, there? Yeah. So he goes and he gets fried in the electric lines. So at this point, he's been stabbed in the leg. Mm-hmm. They beat the shit out of him. Not he a good day. crashed into a fucking walkway. And then he gets electrocuted on the, the overhead yes. uh, power lines. And then he lands on a conveyor belt, which... The conveyor belt then starts moving, and he slowly moves up to a rock crusher. Yeah. And the rock crusher comes down and, and crushes his crushes head. Crushes his head. So we finally have killed Cyrus the Virus. Cyrus the Virus. Wow. <laughs> I, I Honestly, something happened in the last 10 minutes, but we knew that Cyrus died, D-Dog died, and Swamp Thing died. What do you mean something happened? I told you what happened. I know. D-Dog by motorcycle. Really uh, a Tolkien novel. A swamp thing by Brink's truck. And Cyrus the Virus stabbed, catapulted, electrocuted, and then decapitated. There you go. So. <laughs> so fucked so, up. So it's okay. It's so overkill. Yeah. There's just no need for any of it. Um. Uh, <laughs> so people rush the streets to grab all the money, right? Um, and but the bunny, the bunny slowly floats down the, the the curb of the street where the water is. I guess because of the fire truck, right? Right. Unlimited water, and just as it's about to go into the oh, it the goes drain. in. Go, oh, goes in the so drain. So it's gone. It's dead. But Poe Poe rescues the bunny. Magically rescues the bunny. The bunny. It's all in bad shape, and that's when you start hearing this. No, you don't hear the song yet, right? It's now that I it's just a, it's like a second later. I okay. think. Uh, Poe and Larkin shake hands. And he's got the, just so you know, there's now three men that I trust. (laughs) 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 Poe sees his, uh, Larkin apologizes to Malloy about the car. Yeah, and the cops see the Ken doll sitting in the airplane, which now reminds us, oh, wait, what the hell happened to Garland Green? Yeah, what happened to Garland Green? He just disappeared. So Poe sees his wife and daughter standing 10 feet away from Never saw his daughter before. He goes to give the bunny to uh, Casey, but she recoils. Then she takes the bunny and the hug to Trisha Yearwoods. How do I live without you? Yeah. And there's that whole, you know, kissing scene at the end. 
And then we switched to inside the the, the Vegas, I mean, the Vegas hotel because they'd still be up and running. Yes, even with a plane crashed through the fucking front of the thing. Of course you're going to continue. The <laughs> casino does not close. Does not Thank you. Close. And uh, Krabs was like, new shooter does a new, new shooter feel yucky. And we see Garland Green picking up the dice. Yes. Yes, he does. And we cue Sweet, Sweet Home Alabama to the end credits. Yes. And we are done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that one. Holy mother of God. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, wait. There you go. Oh, it was best sound mixing and original yeah. song. So, yeah. The two so, Oscars that it won. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. So, so, so Con Air was. Oh, it didn't win. They lost. Oh, oh, shit, you're they right. They lost to Titanic. So they didn't win it. So yet that, which is a tie-in to our next movie. That's what the tie-in. Oh, okay. So the, the film picked up nods in the best sound mixing and best original song. How do I live? But lost out both to the juggernaut that was... Titanic. Titanic, which is what we're doing next. Also, the sound director left, left halfway through the film to, to help with speed, too. <laughs> That was a shit film, dude. <laughs> like Speed, I like Speed, but, but Speed uh, Two horrible. was horrible. So bad that, especially when you can't even get back Keanu Reeves, who will pretty much do anything. Yeah, for money. The film did pick up two Razzie Awards for worst reckless disregard for human life and public property. And how do I live without you? Picked up nomination for worst original song. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Let's see. Con Air took an impressive $224 million at the worldwide box office on a budget of $75 million, making one of the top 20 highest grossing films in 1997. But Face Off, which starred Cage and Travolta, released just a few weeks later, raked in more than $246 million. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that, I didn't realize they were that close. They yeah, released that I, close. I didn't realize they were that close either. Um. This movie did inspire Kid Rock's American Badass. That I did was, not know that. That was the inspiration for the movie. Let's see, and what did I say? Jerry Brockheimer went on to make a crap load of films. The yes, Pirate series, everything. Everything. Armageddon, National Treasure, Nick Cage. Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills, now, Beverly Hills Cop 4 and Top Gun Maverick are now being made. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know where Beverly Hills Cop is in production, but... No. Top Gun uh, is supposed to be coming out next year, I think. Yes, that's going to be big. That's going to be very big. He also joined the board of ZeniMax, which produced a lot of great Bethesda games like Skyrim and Fallout series. Oh, that's cool. And he's right now he's also working on the pilot for HBI, HBO series inspired by Cocaine Cowboys, which is about the early, the early 80s Miami drug trade. Nicholas Cage went on to make, uh, he became one of the most successful actors in Hollywood, starred in Ghost Rider, National Treasure, and of course Face Off. He was also in the set for the movie The Wrestler, but dropped out because he couldn't get in shape in time. Yeah, that's weird. That's uh, w- you know, because the, re- especially since The Wrestler ended up winning, you know, Academy Awards. That was a great movie. That damn was But, you know, you left off Leaving Las Vegas. I thought that was before. That was, was before. That was before. Oh, it was, that before, was before this? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I did go through and do all these times. Um, I, I do feel it's necessary to at least bring it up because I spent an ass load of time trying to figure go, that shit out. Go for it. Uh, San Quentin to Carson City is 200 miles, mm-hmm. which is approximately five hours by car. San Quentin to Travis Air Force Base, 
would have been 52 miles. This is basically, I was trying to figure out. If it was feasible. It, well, I was trying to figure out which air fo- which base they would have left from, or which uh, you know which where the airplane left from. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was trying to figure that out, and it seemed to be that Oakland International Airport would be the closest, but Travis Air Force Base would actually probably be the only place that they would take off from because it's an Air Force Base, and you wouldn't take and fly prisoners out of a public airport as long as I would think. Uh, I brought up the Alabama to Nevada would have taken four hours. The flight would have taken four hours, but somehow she made it there in the amount of time that they were flying from Carson City to Lerner's Airport, Mm -hmm. which was probably about an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, Oakland to Carson City was a one-hour flight, but it would take five and a half hours to drive. Lerner Airport is fake, but it's supposed to be in the middle of the desert, so I assume that it would be 100 miles away from Sam Quentin, which means that he would have to drive 120 miles an hour to get there in 50 minutes. I think I brought that up earlier. Uh, Carson City to Vegas is an hour and 15-minute long flight, but it would take six hours and 45 minutes to drive from Carson City to Vegas. Um, I think I brought that up because Trisha and the daughter are there, and I assume that they didn't take them there on the attack helicopter that was shooting at their father. Uh, so just to, just to clarify, no way whatsoever could any of these things actually occur in real time. Thus the point. So, but I spent a crap load of time looking at this shit. All, all of it. But, uh, as much as we kind of been shitting on the movie i think most of the stuff that we were shitting on is just that this wouldn't happen this would happen. not yeah. none of this nonsense would have happened other than that i'll take that oh okay uh none of this nonsense would have happened and Which i think they could have made it i don't know you had to make him into a good guy you couldn't make him into a bad guy and have him be the star of the film so how do you get him in prison? I mean, yeah. the only I think a better way would have been to set him up for a crime or something. Yeah. Like he, like that would still fall in line with the wrong place at the wrong time yeah. moniker that they kept that probably, putting yeah. on him. Yeah. That would have made a little more sense. Yeah, um, but it is what it is. I mean, you get there uh, any way you can. Um, tremendous amount of nonsense. Great cast. Yeah. Uh, great movie. I think it's a great movie. Malkovich, for a little while, was one of my favorite actors. Uh, he, I, he just kind of fell out of favor with me because he didn't do a lot of roles. Like, he was huge for a minute, and then he just kind of disappeared. Yeah. He was still in stuff, but just wasn't centerpiece anymore. Yeah, just kind of, yeah, fell off. So, um, so our next movie. Yeah, which you alluded to uh, earlier is... The three-hour-long epic. Titanic. Titanic. Oh, Jesus, I hate this fucking movie. Looking for, I'm actually looking forward to this one. Why? I just am. I'm looking forward to doing it. We got a couple angles. Well, yeah. I this mean, was a train wreck, but we got, we got good on Titanic. Trust me. It's going to be great. It's going to be super. <clears throat> well, I, I, I think the biggest problem with Con Air was we both liked the movie so much. I mean, you can we shit on stuff. We like Predator, too. We like Predator, too. But maybe, yeah, but Predator, we kind of had an angle with that, too, and... 
PC Paul was able to make a yeah, appearance. you got a point there. Yeah, uh, you know there really PC wasn't Paul. any availability for it in this movie. Even yeah. you know you had a gay character in the middle of the, this criminal. Yeah. Why would they be transferring uh, him? I mean, there's a lot of that kind of shit. Like, why did this character end up on there? Why did that yeah. character end up on there? But you know, it is what it is. It is what. It, but Titanic is next. Yes. Should be a good time. Either that or we'll we'll go down like the ship did. <laughs> One way or the other. You know, I actually did... I don't know if you saw um, the... Uh, do you have Amazon Prime? Yes. Okay, they just had that new show, Homecoming. I have not seen it. Okay, well, one of the running jokes in Homecoming is this Titanic 2, which was supposed to be a sequel <laughs> to Titanic. And, um, like, they talk about it. It's funny and everything. There's actually a Titanic 2. There, it actually oh exists. Oh, my God. There's a real Titanic 2. Is it I, porn? I have no idea what the fuck it is. I haven't looked Sounds at like it yet. Soft porn porn. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it's a horror movie, I believe, but I don't really know. But uh, I just found that amusing because, by the way, Homecoming was, I don't want to say it was excellent. It was very good. Um, but there definitely had some flaws, but anyway, I think we got to wrap this up. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, the next, the next one will be Titanic, uh, which will put us, and then we have, I believe Friday. Friday, I think. Yeah. Friday. And then we have, uh, my, uh, no holds bar just came in the mail. Thank you very much. I, I ordered that shit. Anyway, uh, from all of us here, have a happy new year. We'll see you at Titanic. Oh, and don't forget to uh, uh, follow us on Twitter and uh, check out our Facebook page, which, you know, once we get more people on the Facebook page, we'll interact more often. We're going to make a big push beginning of the year. Yeah, we're trying. Anyway, have a happy new year.